Hi, good afternoon. This is Brian Kim here in Southern California, and this is episode number two for those entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, or anyone thinking about starting their own business. Wanted just to give you just very practical, no frills, no pitch, just straight out sound advice for consideration. And these are some general tips that you might want to consider to not only to help to start, but to accelerate the growth of your startup business. And essentially I'll start off with some of the recent trends and the common mistakes and some of the the new ideas and what's going to be very practical this day and age. Today's June 1st, 2019. And so number one is I see individuals that I try to help out and a lot of them are trying to figure out and try to do this by themselves, which is mistake number one. And what they may want to consider doing instead is to simply get plugged in to startup communities, whether it's an incubator, an accelerator, a startup club, a chamber of commerce that has a startup center. You just want to get plugged in to organizations that are well established, that are reputable, and they would essentially be able to help you. A wide range of resources from people that could help you start your business plan, your pitch decks, to finding investors, to further vetting the ideas, also to find potential partners, clients, and just a good wealth of resources that they can provide essentially to keep you consistent, to keep you growing into your business and to really help you through the journey, a one-stop shop. That's number one, is get plugged into startup communities. And not to join too many, just to really survey a lot and pick one or two and then get deeply involved, build the meaningful relationships, see how you can add value to them, and really just try to leverage, be aware of all the resources available and leverage that. Tip number two is oftentimes people tend to delve right into the idea or technology, and that's good. There is also another component to it as well, is that they try to be very private about what they're doing, but what you might want to consider is to take that idea to create a a SWOT analysis, SWOT, Strength, Weakness, Opportunities, Threats, do research, talk with others that are knowledgeable, and build that concept idea and test the market test the market to get feedback to see what is reality and what works what doesn't and gradually based on feedback and trends and what you see in some of the issues to constantly make improvements to that idea so that you can really develop it and fine-tune it over time a challenge I see a lot of people or some folks do is they take the concept and they want to be very very private about it they don't share with anyone So there's no vetting in terms of testing that idea into the marketplace. So by the time they fully come up with a a final product or a software solution, that when they introduce it, they find out that there's a ton of competitors. They're about two years, three years behind in technology in terms of, not in terms of the, the age of the technology, but in terms of marketplace timing. And also that the demand and supply for their product isn't quite there. They just always believe what they might have just come across when they read an article or they talked to some people. So not getting marketplace 
feedback is a crucial mistake and one that should be, you should probably just be able to test that whether it's among friends or family or you're going to be amongst professional networks online or face-to-face separate groups where you have to an opportunity to give feedback to each other. Those are some things that you want to just get plugged in and share. And obviously if it's going to be a, a very unique idea that you want to protect, then you may want to talk with a patent attorney or a legal counsel that can share what are your best legal remedies to be able to plug in and to, to save your idea, right? That's going to be an idea, is to save your idea from being copied and really just try to take off with that idea and accelerate through the development of that idea and grow it as fast as you can, but at the same time, test the market. The third idea, issue and tip, I should say, is develop, understand the people aspect of a business. Now, what I mean by that is it's not all about IQ. There's an EQ as well, the emotional quotient, and know how to be able to establish and develop meaningful relationships. That's going to be crucial in terms of the type of people that you're going to be meeting and working with and really developing your relationship for the rest of your career. So understand the essentials, and I'm going to cover several of them. One is going to be most people tend to ask and think in terms of what's going to be benefiting themselves. It's all interested about what they want, need, and expect, not the other person not so much the other person. Maybe think about the model here, the 70-30 model. 70% about them, 30% about your interest in that order. So what does that mean practically? If you meet someone, whether it's at a networking event or introduced by someone for a business endeavor to work together, that be sincere, be genuine, keep your word, and it comes down to the fundamentals, have an interest in the other person, put others first, simply. 70% about their interests, wants, needs, and expectations, and the 30% about yours. Most people have it the other way around, so they always talk about what they want, their interests, they ask questions because they want to benefit, it's all about me, me, me. That doesn't quite carry too long because people will help out initially, but it has to be a give and take relationship, right? So that's one thing to keep in mind. And number two is there's a famous saying where before a, say you're meeting a person that's high net worth, 1% of the 1%, he's a potential investor or a partner or a customer, say that when they look and meet with you, the saying goes like this, before a person sees what you've done in the past in terms of experience and accolades and education, they want to determine what you're going to be able to deliver. Right, So it, before they look at what you've done in the past to determine what you can do in the future for them in terms of increasing valuation, capital raise, new customer, market expansion, whatever that might be. So they want to know about who you are as a person. So I'll say that again. Before a person sees what you've done in the past to determine what you can do in the future, they want to know who you are as a person. Now, what do I mean by that? It simply means... Is this person of high integrity and character? Is this person dependable, trustworthy? These are golden. These are golden because these sustain for the rest of your life, and it oftentimes can make or break an opportunity and a relationship. 
if people can't trust you, they're not going to work with you. People can't believe you, they're not going to work with you. They cannot depend on you, they're not going to work with you. So these are all very fundamental qualities that a person needs to practice, believe. If they don't have it, if it's new to you, then learn it. You can go on YouTube and type in by keyword searches, but learn the characteristics of working effectively with people and really just to be able to adapt and understand. That's the key, is effectively working with others. There's no replacement for teamwork. There's no replacement for developing meaningful relationships. And you want to learn the ins and outs of human relations, right? Most people think about themselves and their interest. A smaller few think about the other person first before their interest. And they think more of how both people can essentially win-win. That's the majority of folks, which is a fewer percentage, but still a hopefully a growing percentage of business professionals and entrepreneurs. The very few people that actually do it well, meaning that establish relationships and that are very much in the inner circle and that are respected by others, those are the ones who understand that they put others first before their own interest. That's the key. And the saying goes, it's not about me, it's about we. Before it's about we, it's about you. Right? Then it becomes a win-win mutual afterwards. Now that is a very fundamental but a very profound statement that applies to not only high net worth individuals but all ages, all nationalities, and all industries. When you think about the leaders behind all the major industries, they're just human beings with greater responsibility. So understanding the human interpersonal, the interaction, that component is crucial because that will open up doors or that may never open any doors. So how do you learn that? A simple book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. I have no ties to that group or association. That's one. Number two, how do you develop those type of human or those type of interpersonal skills that show genuineness, that shows professionalism, and that also exude confidence and likability? How do you meet those kind of people? How do you develop those type of skills? So if you wanted to understand the abstract, theoretical, conceptual perspective of it, that would be How to Win Friends and Influence People. That's the name of the book. Dale Carnegie is the author. If you want to be surrounded with a community of others that believe in that same cause, then perhaps a religious or a community or ethnic or a organization that aligns with one's perspective on religion or if it's a, a different type of belief to align expectations based on similar values. That's the key. And so by doing that you would in essence be able to develop meaningful relationships with those with a similar vision and value. That makes it easier for you to really to invest and to really to have a great support group of people that can help you to start and expand your business. And remember, you're not alone. There's a, an abundance of resources available for those thinking about you starting your own business. And the key thing there is to do your research online and ahead of time. 
and be able to keep your personalized notes into a journal. A journal that will then outline exactly what you have to do, ideas, websites, tips, issues, questions, that all should be addressed on the journal that's specific to yourself and that will become more valuable over the years as you add more content. So that is something that I would highly encourage you to do is to start journaling in terms of your ideas and it can be electronic, it can be hard copy, they say hard copy does generate more of a cognitive exercise compared to simply typing, but whatever works for you, I won't be that strict on that particular component. And the fifth and final that I would say is try to develop your allies while you're still in school and also in your working profession. Most people might be trying to demonstrate their ability and step over or simply acknowledge, but you want to get to know people genuinely and build them as allies. That's the key. Once you have a good number of individuals as allies, then that puts you in the driver's seat because now they're going to start looking out for your best interest. Number two, they are going to essentially do good work. They're going to do good work in terms of being able to advocate the cause and they build to fulfill its vision. Right? Next is going to be also to I was mentioning before that perhaps a book that can be written together, but nowadays a lot of the folks aren't reading as many books, even though it's still somewhat common. They're leaning more towards video marketing. So it's important to be able to stay on top of the latest trends. That way an organization is not too far behind, and that does also enable them to expand their market share by early adoption of those type of trends. So I will be sharing with you upcoming trends when I do meet with the the business owner. And when I have anything new, I'd be happy to share with you. So that's all for today. And remember, these are all basic, these are all basic qualities that sound easy, but it is important to be able to fundamentally address them, master them, and really to prevent this from moving forward. And in terms of the overall I hear in the news nowadays, they say that the overall relations between businesses in Korea and the U.S. has somewhat changed, and now there's going to be a great onslaught of a lot of entrepreneurs that are starting up across L.A. County, so that's encouraging to see. I do think that you want to try to not only learn from your competition, but learn about much of what you've thought about to do the research to talk to others when you finish up the conversation ask them if there might be others that you would recommend speaking with and that way you can be able to have greater identity about what that idea is and also allows you to be able to stay connected with a network of influential mentors which is basically the the main key to writing an effective paper so with that in mind you should be able to identify, recruit, start, and be able to expand upon that idea and really to have the resources around you, make it your best effort, get good feedback, and really try to get plugged in to 
startup an entrepreneur focused organization whether it's a chamber of commerce whether it's an accelerator or an incubator or simply just a entrepreneur team or a meetup the more established it is the better but try to keep that in mind that could be that could be your base that you can come back to on a regular basis and I think the last tip that I'll leave with you here is going to be related to staying organized and develop a system. What does that mean? That can mean keeping a checklist of all the things that you have to do and then be able to prioritize. That could also mean primarily to being able to keep a journal that'll jot all the notes, questions, issues, valuable ideas and resources and websites having an electronic journal to build that, type that in, that's going to be very important because that list becomes more valuable over time as you add more content. So I think that as you read the more books as well, to try to extrapolate the main ideas into your new journal, that could be helpful. Next is going to be, I will share with you after you've selected what type of startups and what type of industries that you're thinking about going into ones you want to basically look into three factors one is what industry is in high demand two which ones are in low supply meaning that there's not much competition and number three is an industry that you're very passionate about not passionate because you'll make a lot of money but just really passionate about that work because doing a tremendous amount of work from a startups perspective will be taxing therefore you have to enjoy what you're going to be doing it's got to be worth the journey and if it is it'll be well worthwhile and gratifying towards the end so if you have any questions on what we talked about today if you have any request for new topics for consideration please feel free to email me at redwoodbusinessventures at gmail.com redwoodbusinessventures at gmail.com thanks so much and have a wonderful day ahead